Coming in straight from Melbourne, Maisie from Indie Rockers, the Bill Lip Bombs. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm very well. We uh, we like to start the the show the same way pretty much every week uh, by asking what's been spinning in your playlists. Uh, what <laughs> I've just realised that I wrote in the in the in the run sheet for Sam to ask that question, and then I trampled right over the top of it. So yeah, I was what's been spinning at least for an intro. But I'm here too. Everyone, continue. <laughs> Uh, so let me start that again <laughs> Maisie, we like to ask the same question every week uh, to, to start us off uh, What's been spinning in your playlist lately? Or if you've had some vinyl on, what's been uh, what's been catching your ear? Yep. That's a good question um, Hang on, I'm going to have to open my Spotify right now And I'll tell you <laughs> I don't, I've got a record player and I've got heaps of vinyls But I don't ever really listen to vinyl Which is kind of stupid um, okay, a lot Aesthetically of- it looks good True, it does, hey. Um, okay, I've been listening to a lot of Fleetwood Mac deep cuts. Um, so there's this song called Over My Head by Fleetwood Mac and there's a live version of it and I've just had it on repeat the last couple of days. It's really, really good. been listening to a bit of ABBA lately, randomly. Always good. Always good, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's an artist from the UK. His name is I don't know if I'm saying this right. Bakar, Bakar. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah do you yep. guys do you guys know him? Yeah, sure do. I was, I was um, say, it sounds like Max does. <laughs> he's so so good. I think there's been a couple of singles that he's put out. I think they must be from an upcoming album, and they're just like just really really cool indie rock. Um, and I think he's playing at Yours and Ours Festival um, in a couple of weeks. Perfect. Perfect time to get down there and be like, hey, just a quick question. How do you pronounce your name? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I don't think anybody knows except for him. <laughs> it's like an industry secret. You have to, just, yeah. you have to be there to yeah. find out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, I love it. Well, <clears throat> I mean, congratulations are in order, first of all, because the debut album, Thank Lush you. Life, is out now. I mean... We've, we've been lucky to talk to a few musicians in our time and they all sort of say you've got your entire life to write your first album. So I guess my question is, I mean, as much as that is true, when was the moment when you, you know, stopped that process? And you know, all right, I've actually got to put something out now. And I mean, talk us through that decision. It got to the point sort of a couple of years ago, um, when I, you know, I, I moved up to the city from Frankston, which is where we grew up. And I feel like it's kind of like, you know, coming sort of coming out of COVID and even even like before COVID, just like, you know, as my sort of social circle expanded and I was, you know, hanging out with people who were also musicians more and more and, you know, sort of like, immersing myself in the Melbourne music scene more as I got a little bit older I started realizing like shit you know everyone around me is like releasing albums you know (laughs) or I guess I guess like you know when when I when we first started the band like it seemed like you know releasing an album seemed like something that only like you had to be like mega big to do or something do you know what I mean (laughs) like I didn't know anyone who'd like release an album and then, you know, as time went on, it I realised, you know, that it's something that is totally achievable. Um, 
And I think that kind of just clicked in our heads. We were like, okay, this is what we have to do. You know, we can't, I, I think like it was, the, it was, we realized like releasing an album is, is the one thing that we have to do to like progress this band. You know, it's the, it was just the logical thing to do, you know? It yeah. certainly like cements your place as a band. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. 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 Totally. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the what we know a lot of this material uh, for the album, as Sam mentioned, you know, you've had a long time to kind of work on it, but a lot of it was written and recorded kind of in 2021 when when Melbourne was kind of still partially in the grips of COVID. Now that it's released and, and it's out in the world, do you still feel like do you still get the same emotional sort of um, connections to those songs, given that it was recorded in such a different environment to, to how it's being played now? Yeah, I I think I think we do. Yeah, especially. Even just in the last few weeks since since it's it's come out, I think there's like a bit of a refresher there um, with the songs. And I think like even like Liam, the drummer, um, he was saying to me the other day, he was like, now that the album is out and like on Spotify, he's been listening to it so much more and he has like this new appreciation for it, you know. And as well, <laughs> like, like even just playing the songs live now, um, where you know there's people that are starting to learn the lyrics or whatever because they've actually heard the songs. I think that makes it a bit more fun as well, you know. <laughs> are you are you a stickler for like listening to your own stuff on Spotify? Like, I feel like some people love it, some people hate it. <laughs> I, I mean, if you do, are you a, a massive critic? Um, I I do it a lot, but I always turn on private mode on Spotify. <laughs> <I do. laughs> Like, that's, like, so cringe, I know. But, like, I don't know. Like, I just, I don't know. It's, like, it's so funny because, like, I know a lot of people that, like, can't listen to their own music. But I feel like the music that we release, like, we only release music that we really, really like, you know. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I like the song. So, like, I'm going to listen to them, you know. I don't oh, know there's any yeah. shame in liking your yeah. own music. That's, <laughs> yeah. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. You've got to like what you're doing. it, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, on, on Lush Life, if you have, you know, there's a lot of tracks like uh, The world is, world is the One where you've got these thick, heavy, heavy riffs. But then there's like Easy on the Heart where it's kind of groove laden and there's like a bit of like a, there's a dancey element. Given, given how diverse sort of the track listing is, how do most Bel Air Lip Bomb songs start their life and what's the kind of the through line with the selection of tracks that you ended up with? Um, I don't know, to be honest. There's really no rhyme or reason to it, like to why, as to why the, all the songs sound a little bit different. I think like, you know, we all listen to a lot of different, you know, styles of music and I think we, I don't know, like me personally, I can't, you know, I'm like one, you know, sometimes I'll listen to, you know, Fleetwood Mac, for example, and I'll be like, fuck, I really want to sound like that. And then other times I'll listen to, I don't know, like, um, you know, it's like some punk band from the 90s and I'll be like, oh, no, I really want to sound like that, you know. And I think, like, as far as, like, the writing process goes, I don't know, I, I guess, like, I think, Every song that we make, it's always we're in a different sort of mindset and we put all our focus into, like, whatever song we're working on and that's all we think about for, like, a few weeks until we move on to the next one, you know. But I think, yeah, in terms of, like, all the songs sounding a bit different, I don't know, like, 
it kind of just happened. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, to confuse you more, it lends itself very well to our next question because <clears throat> for listeners that may not know, you also lend your musical skills to Clam, which is like a, mu- a Melbourne punk outfit for those uh, outside the the breadth of knowledge, I guess you could say. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> breaking it down more, say you're listening to Fleetwood Mac, like you said, or or some punk band from the 90s, how do you then go, all right, how is this going to work for the Bella Lip Bombs or is this a Clam song? Is it just a mind fuck the whole time? I Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't actually play in Clam anymore. Um, I... I stopped playing Clam about a year ago, but... a bum steer there. Apologies. <laughs> no, you're right, you're right. There was one song... So, Clam was a little bit different. Um, Jack, the the frontman of Clam, he was the main songwriter. Um, so, I sort of got to take the back seat a little bit for that. And I think as well, like, I didn't grow up listening to punk music or anything, so it was harder for me to kind of write music for Clam. Um, yeah. there was one song for Clam that I, that I did write. And I think if you listen to it, you'll, you'll hear that it's, it is a lot more the kind of indie rock leaning compared to the, to the rest of, um, the Clam discography. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It was good though, like playing Clam and like, that's just like a whole completely different world, you know? Um, and I was playing bass as well, which I'm not. Like I don't play bass in this band or anything like that. So I think I think like playing in Clam though did kind of I don't know, I feel like it it I don't know, like I'm just trying to like sort of relate it back to this album. Like I think having all those different experiences and playing that different kind of music and like sort of stepping away from lip bombs for a little bit made the songwriting for lip bombs I don't know, like <coughs> Uh, it was like starting fresh a little bit, you know, and co- like coming back to that. It's interesting that you mentioned that, you know, you didn't really grow up listening to a lot, a lot of punk music because, uh, you know, not every song in, in Bella Lip Bombs or in Lush Life, sorry, is like it's, you know, punky, heavy uh, attack. But there is there are a lot of moments that kind of have that as a, as a core sort of like foundation. What was like your path in to that kind of that music and then kind of did that just grip you and you were like, I, I want to write some of that shit and now I need to, to, to like incorporate that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where it came from, to be honest. It's funny because I think about this a lot. Like I, even like growing up, I wasn't like, you know, I didn't have like, my parents were like really into music and I grew up listening to to records all the time growing up or anything like that. So I don't really know where it came from. I think like, I don't know, like, I was a bit of like an emo teenager. So I listened to like a lot of, you know, screamo and like that, all that like Midwestern American emo bands. And I think, to the choir here. Oh, really? Yeah. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> Dope. Um, and like all that, like, you know, that whole like pop punk scene from like, you know, 2012 to like 2016, that was like what I was listening to. And I feel like maybe just like that sort of edge that like, aggressive kind of side I don't know kind of wiggled its way into lip bombs at some point yeah I don't know it's hard it's hard though to say like where where it all stemmed from you know <laughs> it's true I mean I, th- I feel like we're all friends now we've all established that we've listened to you know escape the fate and all those <laughs> yeah. emo bands like 
Yeah, Max yeah. was more into Metro Station, but that's okay. We'll Sick. <laughs> yeah, mate, you can't get me off a dance floor. What can I say? <laughs> oh, you got tire marks on your pants. I've just thrown you under the bus. <laughs> that's all right. Um, I mean, before we sort of wrap things up, you you kicked off the album tour in Sydney and Canberra earlier this month. Um, yeah. Beautiful. I was nervous. I had my facts wrong again, but um, that's perfect. I would for me. never do that to you, Sam. <laughs> no, you can tell Max pulled the the facts, but. Uh, Although you've had sort of plenty of these songs in the live set for a while, how does it feel to get these songs in front of new audiences? And I mean, you said before people are starting to sing the words now. Like, how does that feel when you're on stage getting that energy? It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. And I think as well, like, there's always like, you know, before you put out like a new body of work, it's, you don't know how people are going to respond to it, especially, you know, there's people that really like our old stuff that we put out five years ago and obviously this this new album is quite quite a bit different to that older stuff so yeah I don't know it's it's been really well received and people are really getting around it so yeah we're stoked yeah love it it's always the dream better than better than the alternative I guess exactly <laughs> nobody wants that yeah 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 <laughs> Well, the Bella Lip Bomb's debut album, Lush Life, is out now, so listen uh, wherever you get your music. Catch them playing over the end of September and through October in Adelaide, Brisbane, the Gold Coast, Wollongong and Melbourne to promote the album. Maisie, thanks so much for, for taking the time and having a chat with us today. Thanks so much, guys. Really nice.